Peace and blessings, beautiful people. Peace and blessings. This is Empress Money, and welcome to this episode of Sacred Love Lessons. Everything is only sometimes what it seems. The Sacred Saver. If this is your first time here, I'm Empress Money, inspirational teacher of Sacred Love Lessons. I have women to honor the law within so they too can manifest the life of their dreams. We're in season four, The Art of Being You, 46 Laws of Spiritual Power. And today we're covering Law 29, Check the Fruit. Our objective today is to make the correct assessment of ourselves and others. It was six men of Indostan to learning much inclined who went to see the elephant though all of them were blind, that eat by observation might satisfy his mind. The first approached the elephant and happening to fall against the broad and sturdy side, at once began to bawl, God bless me, but the elephant is very like a wall. The second, filling the tusk, cried, Oh, what have we here? So very round and smooth and sharp? To me, tis mighty clear, this wonder of an elephant is very like a spear. The third approached the animal and happening to take the squirming trunk within his hands, thus boldly up and spake. I see, said he, the elephant is very like a snake. The fourth reached out his eager hand and felt about the knee. What most this wondrous beast is like is mighty plain, said he. It is clear enough, the elephant is very like a tree. The fifth, who chanced to touch the ear, said, Even the blindest man can tell what this resembles most. Deny the fact who can, this marvel of an elephant is very like a fan. The sixth no sooner had begun about the beast to grope, than seizing on the swinging tail that fell within his scope. I see, said he, the elephant is very like a rope. And so these men of understand disputed loud and long, each in his own opinion, exceeding stiff and strong, through each was partly in the right, and all were in the wrong. So oft in theologic wars, the disputants, I ween, rail on in utter ignorance of what each other means, and prate about an elephant not one of them has seen. The Blind Men and the Elephant by John Godfrey Sachs. The phrase, you will know the tree by the fruit it bears, is a metaphor that means you can judge someone's character by their actions. In other words, a person's true nature will be revealed by the way they behave. And today, our objective is to make the correct assessment of our own character and the character of others. Here are some specific ways that you can test character, whether it's yours or someone else. One, pay attention to your thoughts, words, and actions. Are you seeing things clearly? What standard of measure are you using to make your assessment? Are you using the standard of your higher self or are you using the world standard? What do you think, say, and do when no one is watching? Do your words match your actions? So that's number one, pay attention to your thoughts, 
words and actions. Number two, consider your motives. Why do you do the things you do? Are you motivated by kindness, compassion, and love, or by opportunity, greed, selfishness, and envy? Consider your motive. Number three, observe your relationship with others. How do you treat your friends, family, and colleagues? Others echo what we whisper to them in secret. Are you kind, supportive, and understanding, or are you critical, demanding, and uncaring? Me personally, I check how people treat those they perceive as less than them. For example, service workers, janitors, you know, people like that, housekeeping, people who wait on us at restaurants, waitresses and waiters, people like that, flight attendants, anybody that's in the service industry that's providing a service, I watch how others treat them. And that says a lot to me about who that person is. I also watch how people treat people who they perceive to be less wealthy or less educated or have a, a lesser social economic status. Women and children, how do you treat women and children? I think to me, that says a lot about how you treat those people who seem to be physically weaker in our society. To me, that says a lot about who you are. That's my own personal opinion. Number four, pay attention to your values, intentions, and attitudes. What is important to you? What do you stand for? Do your actions align with your values? Are you the type of person where you say, do as I say, but not as I do? Because some people are like that. We call those people hypocrites, okay? Do your actions align with your words? Are you living a double life? Oh my God, we've seen a lot of this, especially in political and religious figures, public figures, where they'll come out in public and they'll say one thing, but behind the scenes, it's a whole nother situation going, okay? And we've all seen this. Some people are living double lives out here, and that's just what it is. Number five, consider your track record. How have you behaved? Is there a pattern of behavior present? Do you have a history of making good choices or not so good choices? Of course, no one is perfect and you must learn lessons. If you pay attention to the fruit you bear, you can get a good idea of your character as well as others. Here are some additional things to keep in mind when testing character. Be patient. It takes time to get to know someone's true character. Don't make judgments based on a single interaction or event and pay attention to the patterns of behavior. That's what I look for. I look for patterns. I can see that in people and I'll usually just sit back and observe. I'll sit back and observe. I know some people probably be like, what is she doing? Oh, I'm watching. That's what I'm doing. I love people watching. I'm watching and I'm not going to make an assessment based on one incident. Let's say you blow up, right? You blow up in a fit of anger and um, you lose control. I'm not going to make the assessment, oh, this person is undisciplined or something like that. No, but if I see a behavior, a pattern of behavior where you're constantly doing this, then that lets me know, no, you have an issue with anger. Another thing that you can do is you can be open-minded. Don't assume that you know everything about someone based on their appearance or background. I love that. You know the cliche that says, treat people kindly because you never know you might be entertaining an angel. 
And I love that because you just never know. In my travels, I've met so many people. It's like amazing. It's beautiful people everywhere. And you just never know who they are based on how they look or what they have on or whether they're clean or whether they're dirty. You never know. And everyone has value. Everyone has something to share, to give, something that may shed light on your path. So I am open to receive all of the abundance the universe offers and gives me. I highly recommend that you do the same. Be open-minded because the flip side of that is that everything that glitters is not gold. I've also met people who look like they had it all together. They was driving the fancy car. They was wearing the nice clothes. Everything just was immaculate. Their hair, their nails, their makeup. Everything was immaculate, but behind the scenes, they were a hot mess, okay? And that's okay, too, as long as you're working on it. But you have a lot of people who come out, and we see that on social media, pretending to be something that they're not. So that's why you need to take time, too, and make an assessment. Take your time. Don't rush into anything. Continue to observe. Look for patterns. Look for patterns, and then you'll be able to see more clearly. And you won't fall for a trick. I remember one time, this was like many years ago, I was a young lawyer down in Houston and I met this guy. He was also an attorney. He had his own firm and it looked like they were doing well. It looked like they were doing well. He wanted to bring me on as an associate. What I noticed is that when his name came up in conversations, the people's reaction, their body language, the facial expressions that they were making were not good. And then when he came around, people would tend to disperse. And I noticed that. And so what I told him, I said, okay, I won't come on as an associate. Let's do a 90-day contract where you'll hire me. And we worked out the terms. And then at the end of the 90 days, I will make a decision whether or not I want to join your firm. Looking back on that, I'm really glad that I made that choice because it turned out that he wasn't that. And then there was another associate at the firm that told me one day, he said, don't be fooled by the trappings of success that you see. He blatantly told me that. Don't be fooled by the trappings of success that you see. And so I knew then that I needed to look a little deeper. And when I did my own investigation, my own research, when I tapped into my own intuition, I was able to make the right choice. So I encourage you to do the same. Don't be fooled by trappings of success. Everything that glitters is not gold. And you can easily underestimate someone by looking at their outer appearance. So look beyond the veil. Another thing that you can do is be honest with yourself. Are you really open to seeing the good in people or are you just looking for reasons to dislike them? Be honest with yourself. Only you can answer that. Then you want to listen to your intuition and discernment. You always want to listen to your intuition and discernment. Not only should you check for fruit, but you should also test the spirit. When I say test the spirit, I mean check the energy. Do you feel good around this person? Like, when you leave their presence, do you feel confused and drained? I remember there was a time when I went on this retreat. It was a women's retreat. And I observed, I noticed that as each woman left, each woman later on after having spoken with them, they all described a feeling of confusion when they left and they felt drained. I noticed that when I left the retreat, I felt feelings of confusion and I felt drained in my energy. That let me know everything that I needed to know. I, that was it for me, right? I didn't need to go back. 
to another conference or anything like that. I didn't need to have any further dealings with that group of people because I knew the energy is off. You have to test the spirit as well. Making assessments with your five senses, according to appearances, can lead to error. However, when you cultivate your own self-awareness, compassion, and integrity, you can see others clearly. I have a discernment prayer. I'm going to post it for you on the website, 46lawsofspiritualpower.com. You can go over there and you can download it. I'm not going to read it here, but you can go over there and you can get a copy of a discernment prayer that will help you build your muscle. It's like a muscle and you got to work it. You got to tap into that energy. Your intuition is a muscle. You got to tap in. You got to listen. I'll put that prayer out for you at 46 Lives of Spiritual Power and you can go over and check it out. I'll leave you with this final thought. Testing someone's character is not always easy, but it is necessary and important. We see the world not as it is, but as we are or as we are conditioned to see it. Stephen Covey. Keep in mind, you meet no one but you. By getting to know yourself and observing your thoughts, your words, and your actions, you can have more clarity, better judgment, and ultimately trust yourself even more. The power is yours. If you would like to gain more clarity in your life, you can book a clarity coaching session with me at houseofsacredlove.com. That's houseofsacredlove.com. That's what I have for you today. Law 29 of 46 Laws of Spiritual Power. Check the fruit. If you're already moving through this process, let us know in the comments section. We'd love to hear from you. If you're listening on YouTube or wherever you're tuning in in the world, don't forget to click the like, comment, and subscribe. And until we speak again, be the light.